Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Nick from Live Rehab. And I'm Denise. And today we're talking to you about how to set a quit date. I'm Nick Roberts. I'm Denise Roberts. And welcome to Addiction Radio, the podcast from Live Rehab. We believe people should be able to beat their addictions without having to give up everything. Your journey to recovery and a healthier life starts right now. There are a lot of things to consider when setting a quit date, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about why setting a quit date is important, what things to think about when setting a quit date, what to do before your quit date, on your quit date, and why celebrating those small little milestones are going to be really helpful. I'm sure most of you will have heard the phrase, failure to plan is planning to fail. And that's essentially what we're talking about here by setting a quit date. You need to make sure that you think critically and you take the time to really examine when you're going to set a quit date. Yeah, so this isn't something that you're just going to want to look at the calendar and just pick a random date. There's so many things to consider. Um, So think of this as more like coming up with a date of like getting married, right? When you pick the date that you're going to get married, you don't just be like, oh, okay, there's the 5th of March and we're just going to choose that day for no random reason, right? You think about all these other things that play into it and all these things that are going on in your life and how important it is to pick the right date. What goes into picking the right date? Yeah, let's talk about that now. There's a lot of things that go into uh, planning your quit date, okay? So the first thing, though, that you're going to want to assess is how bad your detox is going to be. And that's going to depend on how uh, physically dependent you are. So if you're uh, going to have a milder detox, you might be able to get away with just taking it easy for a couple of days, maybe taking a lighter load on daily life tasks and things like that. Whereas if you have a big detox coming up, right? You're gonna wanna make sure that you take some time off work or some time off school and really give yourself that time to to properly heal your body. Yeah, and as always, if you're talking about specifically like an alcohol or, or barbiturate withdrawal um, and setting a quit date for that, you're going to be at the mercy of the medically supervised detox, which we're gonna recommend every time because it's one of the few Um, you know, addiction situations where you can physically die from withdrawal. So again, if you are thinking about setting a quit date for alcohol or barbiturates, make sure that you are factoring in a medically supervised detox to make sure that you are doing this under um, the supervision of trained medical professionals. Um, The the one exception might be kind of binge drinking where, you know, um, you you might be able to get away with a non-medically supervised detox, but just be very careful when you plan and um, you know if you do start to experience any symptoms that are um, you know that really bad then you should consider the medically supervised option even for binge drinking as well yeah so be very aware of that uh, some other things to consider though as far as setting your quit date are things that are going on in your life because you really do want to set yourself up for success so if you have things that are coming up that you know you can't miss. It might not be wise to set your quit date like a day or two right before that event, whether it's like a family vacation or um, somebody's birthday. Uh, Perhaps you have a big project due um, at work or at school. Um, You don't wanna be detoxing or withdrawing like 
during that time. So it's best to either set your quit date a few weeks before that or like right after that big event. You also don't want to, you know, do the opposite and just push everything out, you know, a year from now either because that's that's not the point either. So Right. You, you definitely want to consider that fact as well because if you just put a date that's that's a year out there then you're not doing yourself any favors and you're not really setting a proper quit date. So you, you do want to, there to be some kind of urgency so that you are taking action so that you are making sure that you're you're doing what's required and that might mean, you know, moving it up. You, you might have to make it earlier than than you anticipate because also you could potentially be better at that event or you could be better in that in those situations coming up in your life. Yeah, exactly. So with that being said, let's talk about uh, what to do once you've set a quit date, what to do before your actual quit date. So for the time you set the quit date until the day of. So now that you have set a quit date or you are thinking about setting a quit date, you are probably wondering like, what do you do between now and then? And the first thing you're gonna to wanna to do is be super proud of this quit day. So get behind yourself, really set the intentions for this day as being your quit date. You need to believe in it yourself before you move on to telling other people, which is what you're gonna do next. But if you don't you know, fully stand behind yourself in the first place, then you're gonna go into this with uh, you know, some doubt and that's gonna affect your ability mentally to overcome this situation. Yes, and don't be afraid to ask for help, okay? So there, uh, what we've experienced uh, working with many students is that there are so many different personalities. So like we always say, there's not a one-size-fits-all. Some people, right, need lots of company during their quit date while they're detoxing. And if that's you, then uh, ask, you know, supportive family members, supportive friends to come over. Maybe they can bring you a meal and, and really help support you through this. Whereas other people like prefer to go through it alone. They just want, you know, three to five days to themselves. Nobody bother them. You know, they just, they want to do this alone and that's okay too. Just make sure that you let your friends and family know that these, um, that's what you prefer so that, you know, you don't get into a situation where people are like, what's wrong with you? Where are you? Why, you know, and wondering what's going on. So obviously there's some complicating factors with what you just said as well, because you're going to, if you're a parent, you're gonna to need to organize some kind of babysitting option for your kids. You're not gonna to wanna to be doing this with kids around, um, just so that you can focus on those things. Or if you are working, then you're gonna to need to make sure that you you know budget for time off and take that time off. You really don't wanna be detoxing at work. You know, we've talked about that before in other places. And, the, you know, making sure that your space, your physical space is ready as well. And that takes some, some effort as well. Yeah. So as far as your physical space, right, maybe take some time and just get everything in order. The important things are like having clean sheets, clean towels, uh, declutter your, your space if you, uh, if you live alone or if you that. When you do uh, have your quit date, you're not stressed about just regular household chores. And the, the other thing that you're, you should do at this stage is make sure that you've got someone assigned to handle your money during this detox and quit day time period because it's, it is crucial that you, or you may find yourself you know, wanting to relapse. And if you've removed triggers from your home, if you've made sure that you know, uh, money's not available to you during this time, then you're going to be in a much better position to avoid those triggers. So that means 
you know, stock up on all healthy foods and make sure you've got plenty of entertainment available for you and just make sure that you're set up in an environment where you don't need access to money. You're just there. You're just detoxing. You're taking care of yourself and then you're, you're on your quit day. And then you won't need money to try to, you know, and you, or you won't find yourself tempted to use money to potentially relapse. Yeah, and that, that's a good point. So, for example, if you, let's say you're, uh, you're de- your quit date and you've, if you're detoxing from alcohol and you've gone through the alcohol detox program and you're back at home and if somebody's holding on to your money for, for a few days and you come home and you have everything that you need, right? You're not going to be like, oh, I need, I need to go to the store to get um, some food or I need to go to the store to get, I'm bored, I need you know, a magazine and then you'll go to the store and you'll see alcohol. So it's just much better if you uh, fully plan and fully prepare for, for all of this. And then you'll be arriving at your actual quit date. So let's talk about what to do on your quit date. So you've arrived. The day is now, it's your quit date and you've given yourself, obviously you've set your intention for what this day is gonna be like. Now you need to live it out. And you need to live it out in the best way possible. You need to make sure that you are positive, that you are uh, excited about this day. It's gonna be scary, it's not gonna be easy, but you really need to stand behind yourself as well. And, and recognize this day as you know potentially one of the most important days of your life. And going into it with that mantra and then living it that way means that it's going to stick in your mind it's going to stick in your memory it's going to be something that you're not going to want to go back on you know further on down in your in your road to recovery and so really being kind of extra positive and extra kind of rah rah about about this is is really important because it puts your your headspace um in the right headspace and it allows you to really kind of be positive about this this experience and remember it in the best possible way Definitely. And everybody's quit day is going to feel different for them. And again, it depends on what substance or what addiction you struggle with. Like, for example, if you have uh, some sort of uh, like a porn addiction or a gaming addiction, your quit day, you're not going to really be experiencing like uh, so much physical withdrawals and maybe more emotionally and mentally uh, harder for you. Uh, But this depending on where you're at day one might actually be on the easier side of things mm-hmm. um if you don't have like super intense withdrawal symptoms hitting you so fast and so hard so because of that you can take this time to relax and it's really really important to give yourself permission to do so uh permission to just you know, catch up on sleep or uh, maybe, you know, catch up on some favorite TV shows. And if you've done proper planning, you may have included something like a prepaid massage. So you could potentially go get that. Uh, You may have had some nice meals uh, planned Mm -hmm. for yourself um, at home or or however you want to do that. But it's really just a day for you to celebrate, a day for you to be happy. And again, giving yourself permission to relax and rest. So all this hype about setting a quit date is really huge. This is, this is big, right? So this isn't like a birthday or a holiday where you celebrate for no other reason than just being alive. This is something that you have uh, prepared for, something that you have gathered all your courage and all your strength uh, to successfully plan out and you should be proud and you should celebrate every little milestone. 
And, it, and every little milestone can mean everything as simple as the first 24 hours. Because let's face it, there's lots of people that you've probably met or even talked to who have said, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop doing this. And, and they can't do it for 24 hours. And, and that's because they haven't set the prep and they haven't done all the work and all the effort, and you have. And so because you have, you're gonna hit that 24 hour milestone. You're gonna feel great and you're gonna wanna keep building that, building that until eventually, you know, you're celebrating the one year milestone, the five year milestone, the 10 year milestone, because those things will stem from this day, this specific day, your quit date, the date that you have set as the day that you will not be beholden anymore to your addiction. And that's, that's incredible. It, it, you know, it's, it's very hard to put into words with people how empowering it is if they've never had, you know, problem with addiction. But setting this quit date is going to be a defining day for you. And as Denise said, it's not like, you know, just celebrating for being alive, like your birth, but it actually is in some respects because it is you being coming alive again. So it's the day that you become alive again. Whereas a birthday or Mother's Day or, you know, some other day is just the day that you are alive. This is the day of you becoming alive again. Yes. So happy celebrating. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback. If you have any questions or comments, you know how to reach us. You can post in the Q&A or uh, send us a line. We'd love to hear how you're doing. Definitely. So, you know, message us on Instagram, put, you know, message us on Twitter and we'll, you know, we'll do our best to support you in any way we can. Yep. Happy celebrating and congratulations. This is Live Rehab and you've been listening to Addiction Radio, the podcast. You can follow Live Rehab on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us next time for another episode of Addiction Radio. Thank you for listening.